Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, the Minnesota Vikings, they need to find their next quarterback right now. And when I say find their next quarterback, I'm talking about we've got to move on from Kirk Cousins right now. Like Kirk Cousins, did he end up getting the team where I thought that potentially we would be able to get to in terms of possibly winning a Super Bowl when he first landed here? No. We didn't get to an NFC Championship. I just I thought when we were grabbing him and bringing him in here, I thought that Kirk Cousins was going to, the way that we saw him play the last year, year and a half, two years, you could say, I thought that that was going to be the starting point and he'd move forward and progress from there. The first couple of years, this team wasn't any better. We actually regressed. In the last two years, we saw the best of Kirk Cousins. Forget about the stats, forget about just the numbers and how much yardage and all that. In terms of the way that he played the position, I think that most Vikings fans would agree. The last two years, we saw the best of Kirk Cousins. But it's not enough. And we have to move on. And I say this because that's all that I thought about yesterday. When I sat there and I watched Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers just doing a number on the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? I I kept, I said... Love you, Kirk. Got to do something different. And I don't know how you guys feel about that. I know that there are a lot of Kirk Cousins fans out there, 651-461-9226. And I appreciate Kirk, and I know he's a damn good quarterback, and I know he's coming off a, uh, a pretty significant injury with the torn Achilles. But we can't run it back. And this is the reason why you can't run it back. We have to jumpstart this thing with a new era of quarterback, and we got to do it now because Jordan Love is good right now, and he's going to get better. Jared Goff is good right now. I think that Justin Fields is good. Don't think that they utilized him the right way, but they're probably even moving on from him. So what are we going to do? We know that Kirk Cousins at his best got us to losing against the Giants in a home playoff game or losing on the road against the Niners a few years ago after beating the Saints in a road playoff game. I just look at this thing, and I we can't do this. We can't do the – we're on a treadmill right now. We're running in place. And I know it doesn't sound sexy, and I know that people are very, oh, I don't know, we should, we, we should probably bring Kirk. Kirk. 
If you bring Kirk Cousins back, it's because you want the comfort of knowing that Kirk Cousins, what he's done in his career, and you think that he's going to be back healthy and he's going to be able to produce. If you think that Kirk Cousins has another level to go to, I would vehemently disagree with that. I don't think that that's happening. And we've got good quarterbacks in this in this division now. And we got to have a good one. And we need a young one. Because at best, what are you going to do? Have two years of Kirk Cousins? Two at best? And then what? 651-461-9226. Call me crazy. Or agree with me. But the bottom line is, you got to start figuring this thing out. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Kirk's the answer. I don't. After seeing Jordan Love yesterday, and this is the thing. People will say this, and they'll be like, well, hold on, man. You know, Quasi and those guys were not. Quasi and Kevin O'Connor, you know what they're paid to do? They're paid to identify who the next great one is. Yep. They're paid to identify who's the next quarterback, whether it's Kirk Cousins or not. You know what the easy out would be for Quasi to say, you know what? Uh, there's a lot of unknowns. We'll just bring Kirk Cousins back. Dude, you are paid to to do a lot more than just retain people. You're supposed to go out there and find damn talent. There are unknowns with Kirk Cousins because you're embracing what you feel is comfort, but at the same time, it's the age and it's the injury. I was okay the three-year, $84 million contract, 2018 Fine, I understand if you really feel like you got close with Case Keenum and Kirk Cousins is the guy. But ever since then, it's been a short-term approach for the Vikings because then March 2020, signed a two-year contract. March 2022, signed a one-year contract. Oh, and then he's going to sign another one-year contract. It's like, at what point the, the Vikings screwed this up and maybe it was... In the, in the transition from Rick Spillman to Kwesi Dofomensa, they didn't give themselves an off-ramp. Like, they did not give themselves an exit strategy. Well, they did, Kirk actually. Cousins. What? They what actually did, the... but they screwed it up. They thought that Kellen Mond was going to be good. <laughs> and we know how that went. Yeah. Well, I, and Hello? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if anybody... I, I think we're hoping that Kellen Mond was the oh, guy. Oh, Rick Spillman thought that... They thought that they had something. They thought there. that they had something. Yeah, they on. thought that they had something there. And you got to go back and you got to figure something out if you're them. I looked at some of these free agent quarterbacks, and considering what Kirk Cousins would want, I would all be I, I would be perfectly fine bringing him back in a short term team friendly deal. But what is team friendly? Like what what would be considered team friendly? Because you've got Ryan Tannehill out there likely going to, to retire. you got Jacoby Brissett that'll be a free agent. Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, uh, Gardner Minshew, you know, Tyler Huntley, Joe Flacco. And, you know, I, and I'm looking at these. And that's, Joe Flacco's done. And that's about it when it comes to free agent quarterbacks. Well, but this is the thing. I mean, if you, if you draft a rookie quarterback... I don't think you're expecting him to start. How do you next, know? Next fall. You don't know. I, I have CJ Stroud, what's he doing? Bryce Young, what's he doing? Yeah, but I'm just saying. I, I mean it, it all, you it all fig- depends. You gotta figure it out. It's a roll it's a roll of the dice. Yeah. It's an absolute roll of the dice. Yeah, it is. So I mean it, 
I imagine that the first round pick is going to be in a quarterback. I know you've got a lot of other weaknesses, but until you find a quarterback, you're going to be going round and round on the hamster wheel. I mean, what what do you do? You, you take but a bridge this, quarterback. But right? this is this is the thing that that I'm trying to say is that two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I would have said bring Kirk Cousins back on a two year deal. Okay, I'm not saying that now. Be, and, and the reason is why it because Jordan Love is is Jordan Love making you push the panic button? I'm not panicking. What I'm saying is that sitting here thinking it's going to get better with Kirk, that's that's not the way to look at this thing. We have to think differently. You got to do di- different things. Just bringing him back, that's not enough. And I'm not saying that the person that you may look to, that they're immediately better than Kirk Cousins. But you know what's hard to do? It's hard to sit and watch that again. It just is. Sometimes you need to see something else, Mm -hmm. try something else for you to get where you need to go. I, I I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. So I, I, regardless of what they do with Kirk Cousins, I feel like you're drafting a quarterback early. I mean, regardless of what you do with Kirk Cousins. Because if you don't bring back Kirk Cousins, you're going out and finding yourself a quote-unquote bridge quarterback. I feel like you need to give yourself a safety net with a veteran, with a rookie quarterback. You You need to have that. Because the Texans did have Case Keenum. And the Panthers do have Andy Dalton. And you can make the case that Andy Dalton would have been the better option than Bryce Young. But I feel like if, you know, Kirk Cousins and the rookie quarterback are two separate conversations. If that if that makes sense. How is it? How well, is Kirk Cousins in the, in the rookie? How, how is that two separate well, conversations? Well, I, I think if, if you're, number one, you have to draft a quarterback. I feel like you need to take a shot at a young quarterback. You would, you would think I'm not reaching at 11. Yeah, I'm not no, reaching. No, and, and I mean, I can't see a scenario where the top four quarterbacks are going to be gone in the first 11 picks. Maybe I'm wrong, but the NFL draft does weird, wonky, funky things. Kirk Cousins, I mean, to me it would be about structure too. I, I am not opposed to bringing Kirk Cousins back. As long as you're not making a big financial commitment and a long-term financial commitment. The problem is, would he be willing to come back on anything less than a two-year deal? Would he want something that would be front-loaded? And to me, that's that's where the dance comes in. I would be completely for bringing him back as long as you're not just putting all of your eggs in his basket you need to you need to to look at the exit ramp. You need to put the signal on and start to get off the Kirk Cousins highway. All right. So real quick. So Chicago has one, mm-hmm. and if people people are betting that it's going to be Caleb Williams, that'd be one quarterback off the off the off the board. Yes, Washington. They're taking a quarterback more than likely. You think they're already giving up on Sam Howell? Well, I mean, it's not like. They didn't invest I mean, it's, a first it's, round it's, pick it's in a new Sam regi- It's a new regime and everything, It's a new too. regime. They didn't invest a first round yep. pick in. I could see them going quarterback. Kay. The Patriots, I could see them going quarterback. Mac Jones ain't it. So that, that could be three. I mean, this, this is hypotheticals here. Yeah. Um, the Cardinals don't necessarily need a quarterback, um, but you never know. What, what, you know, there's a new, the, new head coach there. Yeah. I, Chargers, 
new head coach, but they're not going no, back. I mean, Herbert's the Justin guy. Herbert, they've got him uh, there. The Giants, they, they, they spent a lot of money they got on a lot. Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones yeah. So I don't think that they're – Tennessee, I don't think that they're – Will Levis, even though that wasn't a first-round pick, the Falcons absolutely need a quarterback. So I, I don't think it's preposterous to say – that three quarterbacks won't be off the board already. But I guess my point is, I'm not reaching at 11. But the bottom line is, I don't think that watching the National Football League will be fun for Vikings fans if you re-sign Kirk Cousins and you say, this is what you're getting. Because at this particular point, Kirk Cousins is not going to get better. No. He is what he is. I, I feel like we may have seen the best of Kirk Cousins. Yes. It's all We haven't seen the best of Jordan Love. No, we haven't. And we know that Jared Goff can ball. Yeah. So I think we got issues, man. And and I'm st- and I'm I'm still not convinced. I might be I I still think Justin Fields can be a guy. I I still think I, Just, lo- I think Justin Fields could be him for Chicago. No, I no. do. I said this last week. If I was the Vikings and I know that Vikings fans don't want to hear this and might laugh at this. Mhm. If I was the Vikings and I could trade 11 for Justin Fields, mm-hmm. I would. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. In a heartbeat. I would. I would do it in a heartbeat. In a I would heartbeat. Tra- I would trade our first-round pick for mm-hmm. Justin Fields. I'm dead serious. Oh, no question. You're, you're not, now, now, you're not, <laughs> now you're not getting him on a rookie deal. That's the only downside to that. And Chicago's not dealing Justin Fields in the division. You wouldn't think. I don't think. And I, I mean, well, I mean, did, we we did we did a deal with Detroit last year, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, but or a couple of years. I don't, ago. Think, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Ryan Bates is looking at a at a. a I mean, it's our guy to stare. <laughs> our guy. Um. Um. Oh, who, who, who's the? Uh, oh, the big. T- uh, yeah, the former Big Ten commissioner, Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren. Kevin, Kevin Warren. Warren. Do us hey, a solid. Hey, Kevin, do us a solid, baby. <laughs> hey, six five one four six one nine two two six. Where are you guys at? Are you hands down wanting Kirk Cousins back, or are you like me? It's time to move on. We'll get to a text. We'll get to a phone call. Possibly. We'll do that next year on The Lake Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Like you, Kirk, you got to go. 651-461-9226. From the 763, I completely agree. Younger fans are all about numbers and stats. It's more than that. Vikings need to move on. 
That is the uh, the text from Jason in Oak Grove. It's time, people, and we got to do something different. Now, I can see it already. People will look and they'll say, well, hold on, Lake. We get rid of Kirk Cousins. We draft a quarterback. Quarterback isn't very good or isn't up to Kirk's level and the first couple of years – we don't make the postseason and all this stuff, whatever. Or they, it just it doesn't it doesn't pan out. Then you're bitter. This is what I have to say. To that this is why Quasi gets paid the big bucks. Mm-hmm. It's his job to identify who the next person is. There's always going to be a general manager, people in the front office, in football operations that have to go out and they have to figure out who is going to lead this organization at every position. That's the reason why Bill Belichick, quite frankly, is out of a job in New England. Yeah. is because after Tom Brady, they never – Truthfully identified another quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. They were they were propping him up and building him up to be something. It was going to take way too long, so then they traded him. Yep, Mac Jones ain't he's never, not it. Never the guy. He's not it. So there's issues there, but I'm not going to let an organization have an out if they if they screw something up. If they screw it up, they screw it up. But that's why they get paid the big bucks. You got to take a chance. You got to take a swing. Eventually, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to find a franchise quarterback. Hey, listen, Joe Flacco was the starting quarterback with the Baltimore Ravens when they drafted Lamar Jackson. Yeah, people got to. Do you remember that? Yeah, they, they drafted Lamar Jackson when they had Joe Flacco, a former Super Bowl MVP. How has that worked out? He's gonna win two MVPs. A, a lot of these teams, if you look at where these guys are at and how these teams have gone, they had somebody in place. And this was this was the next evolution of it. I mean, the, the, the Chiefs, I mean, we know they had Alex Smith. Then they traded up to get Patrick Mahomes. So it's you can't wait until you get to the point where you don't have an option and then you're like, man, we are so screwed. You can't have that. And... The longer that the Vikings kick the can down the road, okay, Kellen Mond didn't work out. Jaron Hall isn't the guy. You got to invest some early draft capital. You need to also tell Justin Jefferson, we have a plan. We have a plan. You sign here, Kirk might not be the guy long term, but here's what we've got. This is where we're going. And I think that's overblown too. You think so? so? Absolutely. There are a lot of fans out there that think, oh, well, hold on, man. We got to make sure that we re-sign Kirk Cousins because we got to keep J.J. I think that's completely overblown. Justin Jefferson's staying because of the money. Justin Jefferson, when he is the highest paid wide receiver in the history of the league, it doesn't matter who's throwing the the ball to him. I could be throwing the ball to him. He's going to play. Nick Mullins could be throwing the ball to him. (laughs) I mean, Nick Mullins threw the ball to him a lot in that last game. Maybe Nick Mullins is the guy next year. 651-461-9226. Let me, let me ask you this. And this, this is 
I'm not saying I'm asking for this, mm-hmm. but let's say that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna um pay a lot less for quarterback, and there potentially could be a veteran out there available, much cheaper, mm-hmm. because he's got a lot of money already. Would you even think about Russell Wilson? No, no. Just I, absolutely not. No, Russ to me has shown the ability. He, he he can't throw the deep ball anymore. He can, but he just it's not as accurate as he used to be. I mean, he's got good receivers in Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Wait, wait. I mean, if the option is resign, I'm just asking the question. Yeah. If the option is resign Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Cousins at 35 million, or you could get Russ at 20. Oh. That's between a colonoscopy or a root canal. Um, I'd go with Russ, but I'm not happy because you save the 15 mil. So if you're saving the 15 mil with that, then I would understand. But again, I don't want to make a long term commitment. Like all of oh, this. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no. all of this has to be contingent on. I don't think that any free agent quarterback that you go after, you're making a long term commitment. No. No. I mean, I. See, I, I see a guy like Gardner Minshew out there. I mean, Gardner Minshew is going to be a, a free agent. You know, 28 years old. Anthony Richardson's coming back. Maybe it, you know, he can be a short-term guy. Come on, Minshew, well, maybe you run well, a while. Hold on, hold on. Why would Indianapolis give up on Gardner Minshew? Be- well, when, he, when, when, he's, when he's the backup to the guy that was a rookie. Hey, he's an unrestricted free agent. You tell him, Gardner Minshew, you come over here for— Well, how much are you paying Gardner Minshew? Well, I know. What did he make last year? Three and a half mil? He's not going to add. If Minnesota wanted him to be the starting quarterback, he's not going to take three and a half million dollars to no, start. You, no, you'll. I, I mean, he's not going to command as much as Kirk Cousins would. Uh, well, duh. So, I, I mean, I don't know what the going rate for a quarterback would be, but 10 mil? Would you give Gardner Minshew a, a you know, two year deal for 20 mil um, with the opportunity to start year one? In 2022, quarterbacks made an average of mm-hmm. over $7 million. So that means that the okay. – so – but that's 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 quarterbacks in general. Sure, yeah. And, I mean, everything everything goes up every year. The, the I, top I understand 10 that. quarterbacks average yeah. 49.4. Yeah. I, well, that's, that's not where the Vikings should be playing. The Vikings should not be playing at that end of the pool. That's where they were with Kirk Cousins and – if you're going to invest any money in a quarterback, I mean that is throwing it, it. It's Tom Hanks in the money pit. That's what it is. Like it's it's a money pit for the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh, hey, let's take a break. Yeah, take a look at weather. Come back. Let's dive into what we're seeing early with the Iowa caucus. We get to that next year on the Lake Show. All right, let's dive into the early projections here for the Iowa caucus. And, wow, this is something to take a look at. Uh, No shocker, no surprise. And not only do we have uh, the monitors up here on the various different outlets, but on my computer screen I have uh, Fox News up, I have MSNBC up, I have CNN up. I got all of the different um, um, news outlets up here on my screen. And they all project Donald Trump, which is not a shocker, Winning Iowa, okay? And this is projections because this is just, you know, 
Like if you go to CNN, it says CNN projects Trump wins Iowa caucuses, takes early lead in Iowa. And they all have Trump, and there's some slight difference between one news outlet to the other, right? You've got 70% for Trump on one. You've got 73% on another. You've got 72%. That's not the surprise to me, okay? This is what I think is going to sting for one of the candidates in particular, and that's Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley, by all accounts, had steam, had so much steam going into Iowa. They have Ron DeSantis doubling her up. So what went wrong there? I I find that interesting because regardless of who you are and what the numbers say and how the caucus ends, if you're not Donald Trump, there's going to be spin. What will be the spin for Haley? DeSantis... Look, you know, you know who's right now who's smiling, even though, look, any one person getting 70 plus percent like that's that's dominating, right? That's crushing. Yeah. But DeSantis. They've got him down for what, 14 percent, 14 to 15 percent, depending on what outlet you look at. Yeah. And they have her as low as. Six to what, seven percent or well, five to six percent. If you're Nikki Haley, you got to start. Reevaluating. I mean, I don't think I don't think things could have set up any better for Nikki Haley than what they were like she did, because there is a certain there's a certain, you know, anti Trump contingent within the GOP. I, I feel like there really is. But I think the question is, they just don't know which horse to back. Because it was DeSantis for a while. You know, Fox News, even you know, Rupert Murdoch you know, tried to get away from supporting Donald Trump. And DeSantis was kind of the, the chosen one. And then DeSantis kind of fell out of favor for various reasons. And you were looking for the next thing, the next person to, you know, everybody's jockeying for second place behind Donald Trump. And the GOP. I mean, that's just just the reality of what we're talking about. But this is very interesting for Ron DeSantis because now can, he's feeling good about it. He's feeling good about himself. And, and I mean, and he should to get 15 percent out of that is good when you think about everything was pointing in Nikki Haley's direction. But now I feel the conundrum is everybody that had you know, jumped off of DeSantis and had backed Nikki Haley. Do you now go back and, re, you know, re-endorse Ron DeSantis? It, it's, to, to me, they're, they're, they're trying to, you're just trying to figure out who's going to be that one that's going to have sustained momentum, and nobody has it. Well, this is the thing. So the text line says, Haley made a comment in, in New Hampshire that New Hampshire fixes what Iowa screws up. I, I didn't hear the comment. But let's just let's just go and and say that that that's true. Okay, I don't we don't know that I don't know if that's true. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is is even if that was the case, to me that ends up being spin because how can you like it, it doesn't work that way? Trying to be retroactive and be like 
because there's going to be momentum for candidates, right? DeSantis, if he ends up doubling up Nikki Haley the way that yeah. it looks, that creates momentum for New Hampshire. It's not like people sure. in New. It's not like New Hampshire just looks and says, "Oh, we're just gonna, whatever Iowa." No, it's it's it's. I'm not saying that they're gonna that they're gonna follow what Iowans do, or that they're gonna take the take all their cues from. Them. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is they're paying attention. Oh, they, they absolutely are, and New Hampshire is where I think that's one of the places where we've seen Nikki Haley really has the most steam is in New Hampshire. So I think you know saying that is just kind of it still hurts. It's it still hurts. It yeah, still sting. Yeah, it it absolutely does. But yeah, when, when you're saying, hey, New Hampshire, this is where, regardless of what Iowa does, like I'm, I'm looking good in New Hampshire. So it's kind of like I'm not really worried about what's going on in Iowa because New Hampshire, New Hampshire is going to be fine. If New Hampshire, you know, is ends up being a Trump state, then I think that's where Nikki Haley starts to kind of pull back and be like, oh, okay, you know, this is where we got a problem. Well, hold on, you, you, you think that she's got a shot at, at just. Being the person in New Hampshire, no, I, I I feel like she's got she's got the potential to close the gap. All right, so this is the deal. Can we agree on this? Because it looks like tonight, and you can weigh in via the uh, WCCO talking text line six five one four six one nine two two six. It looks like tonight it's Trump into DeSantis into Haley, right? Yes. If this plays out again in New Hampshire, okay, then Haley's candidacy is done, right? Then it becomes a two-horse race. No, no, no. The question was, if it's, again, Mm -hmm. Trump, DeSantis, Haley, her presidential candidacy is done. Yes. Yes. Okay. We agree on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think uh, Vivek Ramsawani – yeah, he's done already. He, he, he's done. I think he got like 4% of whatever you – know, he got 4% in Iowa, and, and I'm looking right now, and they're you know looking in, in the Des Moines area where – I mean, I'm. it, it must be – it's got to be the rural areas where, where Trump really has those, those big-time numbers because as we're looking at it, Des Moines, the largest metro area you know, in the capital, Des Moines is – you know, it, it's essentially what – Three and a half points. DeSantis trails Donald Trump. But, yeah, after that, it's Nikki Haley only had like 5% in Des Moines. And, I mean, to me, yeah, and and we're starting to see kind of things. We see a lot of the uh, rural areas and a lot of the border uh, counties are are the ones that are really kind of showing up right now. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to throw this out there as a question. And people can react to it. But this is what I think. And this, and well, you know what? I won't say what I think. I'll say what I, well, no, I'm going to say what I think. Say what you think. I think that in America, as much as we want to beat our chest and talk about how great we are, I do still think in this country, one of the prevailing things that people still think in the way that we act is that a lot of people still will not. Um, vote for a female to be president of the United States of America. I, I still do believe that that is still a thing. I'm not saying because I would vote for a woman in a. I, I have voted for a woman for for. I, I voted for Hillary Clinton. Okay. Yeah. But 
I'm telling you, man, there are people that just think that way. They're like, no, the presidency is going to be a guy. I'm, I'm not voting for a woman. And I hate that. But but do, am I the only one that feels that way? No, I, I I think it's I think it's out there. I think that there were some people that were just flat out not enamored with Hillary Clinton because I think it goes back to you've got two less than appealing candidates, and I think that's what we saw in sixteen, where people were just like, I, I can't can't vote for Hillary. Why? How was she was she, was she any more less appealing than Joe Biden is now? Of course not. No, no, I, I don't. I don't think she was. But I, I, I do think there is something to that. I mean, we, we did. You know, when Barack Obama was elected, I felt like okay, we we knocked down one barrier there. Oh, I think people thought that there was going to be change. No well, question. I, that's well, that's what we thought, and now it's just kind of more of more of the same. It's it's more of the same. Yeah, you know, the whole thing was built around change, and now it's like well. Yeah, was there really change? I, I would, I I really liked Elizabeth Warren. She was she was one of my choices, and you know, and unfortunately, that didn't work out either. Six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll break. We'll do headlines. And we'll be right back here on the Good Neighbor. All right, let's dive right into headlines here on the Good Neighbor News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Henry Lake, Christopher Tubbs, and a little bit over an hour left of us. We just kind of got you updated with the uh, projections that Donald Trump is going to win the Iowa caucuses for the GOP. And now we're in the headlines. Yeah, that might be the least surprising headline that we're going to hear all day. But, yeah, that's uh, that's where things are trending. On the uh, Democratic side, billionaire investor Bill Ackman announced yesterday that he's planning on supporting one of President Joe Biden's Democratic challengers, our own representative, Dean Phillips. Ackman shared his intent to donate $1 million to Phillips' campaign on social media in a lengthy post where he said the Minnesotan would, quote, be a truly outstanding president of the United States. Phillips launched his long-shot campaign for the Democratic nominee last year and has since made little ground on catching the president. However, Ackman thinks his campaign has a chance, saying he thinks Phillips has what he calls a credible path to nomination. According to polling averages done by Real Clear Politics, Biden has the support of 70% of the party, followed by Marianne Williamson, a popular author, polling at 8% and Phillips at 3 Despite this, Ackman th- uh, thinks Phillips is worth hitching his wagon to, saying if he does well in New Hampshire, he has a chance of beating Biden, whose numbers are only going to get worse as he ages. Uh, Biden will not appear on the state's Democratic primary ballot, being that the Democratic National Committee is not recognizing the primary this year. Even still, 64% of Democrats say they would vote for Biden as a writing candidate, over someone else, and while Ackman's support for Phillips will help his campaign, it may not be enough to offer a real threat to Biden's re-election efforts. Did Ackman, did he call ageist on it? I think he did. Because what, yeah. what, what was the last part you, you said about something about as he ages? Yeah, he said uh, Biden's numbers are only well, only get worse as he ages. I, stop. We know that he's not young. We know he's old. That. The top two guys are old. They're very Trump's old. old. Biden's, Biden's old. old. Yes. Older. Yes. That's not. Can we stop with the age thing? The Because with all due respect, we know they're both old. It's not stopping people. I'm tired of hearing about ages now. I'm dead serious. Because no, they're not dropping out. I mean, sometimes that's. 
That's what people want to latch on to. And it's something that it's low-hanging fruit that people like to debate. And it's going to be a talking point no matter what. It, this story makes me sad. I, are you a fan of those, those um, highway signs that kind of have those funny little slogans when you're driving? And it's – have you ever driven and you see those highway signs and they've got the goofy little safety messages on them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently humorous and quirky messages on electronic signs will soon disappear. Mm. Across the country. I hate this story. The U.S. Federal Highway Administration has given states two years to implement all the changes outlining in their new $1,100 page manual released last month, including rules that spell out how signs and other traffic control devices are regulated. Administration officials said overhead electronic devices with obscure meanings, references to pop culture, those that intended to be funny will be banned in 2026 because they can be misunderstood or distracting to drivers. The agency is part of the U.S. Department of Transportation, said all signs should be, quote, simple, direct, brief, legible, and clear, and only be used for important information, such as warning drivers of crashes ahead, adverse weather conditions and traffic delays, seatbelt reminders and warnings about the dangers of speeding or driving impaired are also allowed. Among those that will be disappearing are messages such as, use your blinker in Massachusetts, visiting the in-laws, slow down, get there late from Ohio, in Pennsylvania, quote, don't drive star-spangled hammered. New Jersey, hocus-pocus, drive with focus. And in Arizona, hands on the wheel, not on your meal. Now, anyone could submit ideas drawing more than 3,700 entries last year. The winners were seatbelts, always pass a vibe check, and I'm just asking drivers to use turn signals. So all they're saying is that we don't want you guys to have a personality. That's what they're saying. Yes. They don't want personality on these signs, which, I mean, I, I get the seriousness of driving, but is it that big of a deal? No. Like, I, seriously. This is what our government's doing. They're concerned about safety of traffic signs. My friggin' goodness. Where are our priorities? The government's going to shut down, but you know what? You can't say use your blinker in Massachusetts. Hocus pocus, I mean, visiting the in-laws, don't speed, get there late. That's good. Like, do you not want to be memorable? It's, I mean, geez. It just, I don't know, this is funny to me. It it is, it is very funny. And uh, finally here, uh, I'm going to go down to the entertainment one. Enough with the sequels, guys. Come up with something new. But if you're Tom Cruise, that's all he does are sequels because he's gearing up to fly back for third installment of Top Gun. Now, apparently a script for another iteration of the high-octane aviation movie franchise is in the works at Paramount. The film is in the uh, very early stages, and it'll follow 2022's Top Gun Maverick and the original Top Gun from 1986. Now, no deals are in place yet, but the idea is to reunite the producers of the film. Uh, And given that the film would be a sequel to Maverick, Cruz's younger co-stars Miles Teller and Glenn Powell would conceivably also be back. Script is also not finalized, but a first draft is also being developed uh, by the writer who wrote Top Gun Maverick, Eron Kruger. Paramount declined to uh, to comment on it, but developing another sequel is not a surprise given the success of Maverick, yeah. which became the most lucrative uh, $1.5 billion worldwide, most lucrative movie of his career, and it's just enough with it. Yeah, enough with it. All right, so we we actually talked about that um last week oh, real quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, real quick about the uh 
the sequel. Hey, real quick, though, the numbers have changed. Okay, the numbers have changed dramatically, and it looks like Nikki Haley's (laughs) – I was hating on her. Maybe I was hating on her. I think I was hating on her. I think she's a leapfrog DeSantis. So we'll keep, we'll keep you guys updated on that. I mean, there's no change in terms of, like, Trump's dominating. But Nikki Haley, it looks like, is about to leapfrog Ron DeSantis if she hasn't already. We'll keep you posted. we got an hour left here on the show. But coming up next, another Lake Show Top 5 tonight. Television theme songs. We get to that next here on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 